Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, so this is a question which comes up a lot. So I'm gonna try and answer it properly and succinctly. I can do succinct sometimes. So I get piled on from two different directions, not a plea for sympathy, it's all part of the job. And I'm tough on that luck. Low bar, admittedly. So, firstly, there's what I would describe, I think politely, as the world's most tedious cult. I'm sorry, but Starmer Ultras. I'm talking about Starmer Ultras. I know there's some people who are like, oh, don't mind Keir Starmer. Oh, he's all right. Whatever. I mean the people who are like, if you say anything about my dear leader, Keir Starmer, then I'm going to leave the world's most tedious comments on your Twitter feed for the rest of your life and bore you into to submission. I mean, if they want to bore me into de- to death, I actually think they're going to succeed. I'm sorry, but I don't know what actually to, to call Starmer Ultras um, other than cultists because anything I say they regard as hate speech, like centrist. Oh, they don't like that. That's like, if I call them a centrist, it's like I've gone up to their mothers individually and told them to go F themselves or something. Centrist dads, they really don't like that. That really is, and that really is for them hate speech. But I'm sorry to put it to you, but having tediously milk toast politics is not actually a protected characteristic radio qualities act um i did call them the world's most tedious waitro shoppers which i regret just because they wouldn't let it go they were so angry and upset and waitrose trended on twitter for about three days <laughs> i mean they should, i don't know the waitrose maybe i helped their custom maybe a lot of keir starmer fans were like right i'm going straight to the waitrose aisles and i said the world's most tedious waitrose shoppers so that's a self-selecting category i didn't mean all i shop at waitrose sometimes we're getting off topic i feel anyway their whole shtick is stop being so mean about keir starmer you're a tory enabler why don't you go and join the tories why don't you marry the tories why don't you go and have sex with the conservative party like the massive dirty tory fetishist you are i'm exaggerating slightly i get carried away um but, I mean, this whole kind of, ooh, why don't you go and join the Tories? Under the Cor- In the Corbyn era, when lefties were said to go tell their centrist critics to go and F off and join the Tories, that was like, that was discussed in the media a lot. I get it all the time now, and apparently that's fine. I mean, the Tories are famously, of course, a home for disgruntled socialists. Um, it makes sense that if I think Labour's too right-wing, that I would then go and join a right-wing party. Makes definite sense. Um... The difference between me and the average Starmer Ultra fan, whatever we're allowed to call them, is I've only ever voted for the Labour Party from Tony Blair onwards, and most of them were voting Lib Dem not that long ago. But that logic doesn't make any sense anyway, because when they say, oh, you're helping the Tories, you're a Tory enabler, when I criticise Keir Starmer, I mean, if you look at my YouTube channel, the vast majority of my output, same with my column, is directed at the Tories. Makes sense. Obviously... I'm a political commentator. I talk about UK politics. I have to talk about the opposition party and indeed the government um, in waiting. But their logic makes no sense um, because if they think that Starmer's strategy of waging war on the left and marginalising the left is correct, then the more lefties like me complain about it, the better. I mean, it doesn't make it... it, You know, it's this kind of um, uh, Schrodinger's left. The left is so toxic and marginal um and irrelevant that it should be crushed 
uh, and it needs to be crushed, but also so powerful that if we tweet criticizing Keir Starmer, then we can decide entire general elections. Doesn't make any sense. Either the strategy's right, marginalize the left, crush the left, in which case me complaining about it helps that strategy, or it's wrong, in which case me complaining about it is the least of Labour's troubles. Obviously, I'm an independent commentator. I don't work as a press officer for the Labour Party. I didn't in the Corbyn era either. Always said when I disagreed with him. That made some people quite angry. But nonetheless, I'm my own guy. My job is to tell the truth. That's what I'm going to keep doing, even if it does annoy very tedious people. But the other line of critique is, uh, why are you voting for a party whose leadership, frankly, hates everything you stand for? And actually, in my case, a lot of them actually just personally hate, hate me. I can tell you that for as a fact. You know, the Labour leadership is stitching up selections to stop any lefty getting selected. We're doing a whole show, the next show's about that, with the former Channel 4 journalist Michael Crick and also John McDonnell, the Labour MP, who's written to Keir Starmer about it. Uh, Keir Starmer's leadership campaign was the most deceitful leadership campaign in history. I didn't say election campaign. I know there's been, the Tories do deceitful election campaigns. Talking about the leadership campaign for a major political party, um, obviously made a whole raft of uh, promises, uh, from nationalisation to party unity <laughs> and having a broad church and letting members select their own candidates, which are obviously complete lies. Uh, liberals ignore that or self-describe liberals. Um, they know it was deceitful. They know, obviously, the whole leadership campaign was was a bunch of lies. Um, but they their view is he's one of ours, uh, so it doesn't matter. And, and for them, politics is a vibe, not a substance. Um, you, I can say that because... <laughs> A lot of these people basically rode the wave of the kind of Remain um, campaign from 2018 onwards when it really came into its own. So their whole shtick was stopping Brexit at all costs. Keir Starmer's now trying to out-Brexit the Tories. He's, he's criticising um, Rishi Sunak because of uh, claims there's going to be that some around him want a Swiss-style deal, which means closer relations with the EU, and Keir Starmer's condemned them for trying to reopen Brexit rather than um, accept the current deal, which is a hard Brexit causing terrible damage to the British economy, as it turns out. But you'd think they'd kick off about that. No, they're not kicking off about that at all. So that just, you know, goes to show. But on the left, why would someone like myself, a socialist, vote for the Labour Party in its current incarnation? So firstly, there's the electoral system. We have first past the post, which I don't support. I want proportional representation. The, the problem with that is it makes new political parties very, very difficult to gain purchase. All breakaways from the Labour Party in its 122-year existence have failed, without any exception. Um, and in fact, at their height, I think the Communist Party is the most successful, you could argue, and it got two MPs. The Scottish National Party, some people come up with, that's not, it's a nationalist party, it's a broad tent, it has some lefties in it, it has people who are clearly not left-wing at all. It changes politically based on what's seen as most opportune for gaining its objective, independence. In any case, the SNP have been around for absolutely donkey's years. So it took them generations to, to, to finally win a majority in Scotland. Um, the Labour Party took 45 years to win a majority, as it was. Um, so there's that issue, the electoral system. Um, and it means that people in their local constituencies, even if they're pissed off with Labour, think, well, I want the Tories out. And if I vote for another party, I'll let the Tories in. It's very difficult to overcome that because of the electoral system. Secondly, the trade union link. Uh, because Labour still has a link with the trade unions, the Labour movement, that means it the, the unions, well, it provides them with an umbilical cord, which is a connection to millions of working class people. And it provides a means of putting pressure on the Labour leadership to do things that will benefit working class people. Thirdly, the issue of left-wing MPs. 
um, I mean, some you get some people going, well, why don't they all resign the whip? Because again, under the electoral system, they probably lose their seats. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, you might look at there isn't enough left-wing MPs, but the only way we have left-wing MPs essentially is through the Labour Party. Um, Zara Sultana, you know, John McDonnell, uh, people, the, the campaign group and other lefties, you know, we have dozens of left-wing MPs only because of the Labour Party. We've never been able to get anywhere near that number of MPs any other way. Uh, fourthly, no credible alternative. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to support the Green Party, who themselves, look, I've got a lot of time for people in the Greens. My good friend Matt, our cousin, has joined the Greens. Um, and, you know, they have socialists in it. They have people I would regard basically as liberals. I mean, the, the Green Party have gone a bit FPPE. You know, they're all kind of, you know, it's got this become this very anti-Brexit. It's quite, a, you know, it's, it's, it's a party that I don't think has strong roots in working class communities. My politics is based on class politics. So obviously I believe in tackling the climate emergency and linking that to social justice. Um, but even if I thought they had a shot at winning more MPs, which I don't, um, it's their brand of politics doesn't sit easily with my own. Um, fifthly, there's the gap which exists between the Tories and the Labour Party. So in my view, it's too small. But millions of people live in that gap. Do you see what I mean? So, you know, Labour is committed to uh, restoring various workers' rights and trade union rights. Are they going far enough? No, but there'll be more rights than under the Conservatives and it'll be easier for unions to be able to fight back. Under Labour, they'll have more space to breathe. There'll be less cuts to benefits. Will they reverse properly the attacks on the welfare state? No. But even reversing some will mean a huge amount to people who are living in desperate circumstances. They'll build more council housing. Enough? No. But again, some council housing. They'll, you know, put more money in the National Health Service. Enough? No. But again, more money. Uh, they, they've committed to £28 billion a year um, for the transition to a green economy. Is that enough? No, but it's it's something to tackle the climate emergency. You see, I could go on. These aren't enough, but they are something. And it would be like voting on the ballot paper, you know, do you want to have £28 billion extra to tackle the climate emergency? Well, I'd, I'd vote yes. So that is that point about the gap. The gap is too small, but it, it does exist. And millions of people live in that gap. I have a far more privileged existence than the vast majority of people in this country, not least many of the people I grew up with. And I have to be able to think to myself, have I done something um, in order to 
make their lives even a bit better. And that that is voting Labour. That's what my view is anyway. But finally, I think this is a really important point. This is the key point. It's my theory of change because there were some Starmer fans who were like, oh, Owen Jones doesn't want Labour to win because he'll become irrelevant. I don't know what they mean by that, actually, because what will happen is there'll be a Starmer government. Do they think that uncritical cheerleaders of the government will suddenly have a big, a big like amount of purchase? It doesn't really work like that. I mean, at the moment, a lot of Starmer fans do have online purchase because they're seen as like, we need to get rid of the Tories, and that has big appeal. But when a government comes in and becomes pretty unpopular, which it will, which I'll go into, you know, the idea that cheerleaders for the government will suddenly be really popular, I don't think so, guys. You know, critics tend to come to the fore. I mean, if you look what happened with the Conservatives, would you argue the Tory right became less powerful or more powerful after 2010 under David Cameron? I mean... Clearly, they got more purchase then. Um, so it doesn't really work even even that bit of analysis. The issue is for me, so if you, I think the left comes into its own under a Labour government. Because what will happen is expectations will be raised, but they'll be dashed because Labour won't do enough to tackle the massive social crises facing this country. They're just not going to go anywhere near enough to, 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 to tackle what's happened, you know, the worst social crisis since World War II. And people go, well, you didn't get, you know, what happened? You no, know, did the left flourish under New Labour? No, but that was different because New Labour came to power in 1997 when there wasn't the same level of social crisis. At the time, you had economic growth and rising living standards in Britain in 1997 based on a financial bubble that went pop with disastrous consequences, but you had social peace. So mild tinkering, people could accept that. Things like the minimum wage, tax credits made a difference to people. It wasn't enough, but... In that relatively benign context, it didn't spark mass disillusionment. The rupture point came over foreign policy with huge numbers on the streets over the Iraq war, for example. I think this time what will happen is particularly younger people who have been politicised because of their lived experience under neoliberalism and a broken economic system, their expectations will be raised but dashed quite cruelly, I think. And that's when you get a mass movement which you see, will think it has a better chance. This is why mass movement comes to its tone. Because at the moment, the, what stops mass movements is a lot of people think, well, um, on the left, is people think that they can't win anything under the Conservatives, that even if they build up a lot of pressure, they won't win anything. But under a Labour government, even if they're naive, you might think, they think that they have more chance if they build enough support in, in on the streets and in communities. So people will think they have more leverage, so you get a bigger left. At the moment, the left struggles with purchase because basically everyone understandably wants the Tories out. So people think, well, Labour's the lifeboat and don't rock the lifeboat. Well, that changes when Labour and government are doing lots of terrible things, which I think they will do. I think the way of looking at the election that is coming is it's you get to choose your opponent. <laughs> who, do, who would I prefer to fight, essentially? Would I prefer to fight a Conservative government where I don't really think I'll be able to win very much at all? you know, forcing them into retreat seems quite difficult under a Labour government. And I have to say, it's interesting at the moment, you know, I say that a lot of Liberals are just cheerleading someone who clearly has abandoned them, let alone the left, because Keir Starmer's not just a bad social democrat, he's a bad Liberal. But actually, when he's in power and he's not doing anything about the Brexit deal that we have, I think they're going to get pissed off eventually. So you see, at the moment, you know, there's no big enthusiasm for Keir Starmer. The polling bears that out. It's not like the Starmer mania sweeping the nation. People want the Tories out, so they see Labour as the way to do that. Labour's 
polling lead is entirely down to Tory self-immolation. It's not because people are saying, oh, Labour got a really amazing vision for the country. It's just not true, however much Starmer Ultras delude themselves into thinking otherwise. So because he won't come to power with massive enthusiasm behind him, because there's a massive social crisis in the country, because they won't address it in the way that it needs to be addressed, they'll just do some limited, relatively limited tinkering, that's when the left comes into its own. So the reason, for me, a big reason for supporting, for wanting Labour to win the next election, is that's when we get a mass movement which can put forward demands that are popular and build pressure to try and get them whether that means trying to drag a Labour government kicking and screaming into doing them. That's her hope, and that's a big reason why I vote for the Labour Party. I hope that makes sense. Uh, please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com forward slash ownjones84 as ever. We've got loads to come, including documentaries very soon. Lots of love. See you in a bit. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 